It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello, and welcome to the Metaphysical Mastery Podcast. This is a podcast of a mom and daughter having musings about different metaphysical topics. And we're so grateful that you're here. I'm going to introduce myself and have my mom introduce myself. And our topic today is on dreams. So I, my name is Kate. I am a life and business coach, and I partner with horses and goats for personal and professional development. also do animal communication, healing, writing, and speaking. And my mom is uh, on the East Coast. I'm in Colorado. So, Mom, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. Yeah, I'm Peggy Nelligan. I am on the board of directors of the Metaphysical Center in New Jersey, and um, we have lots of information there and are happy to have you check us out uh, for this podcast there as well afterwards. Yeah, so today we picked the topic of dreams, which is something that I've personally been fascinated by for a long time. And then, of course, a few days ago, a client out of nowhere was like, I wish I had more information on dreams. And I'm like, perfect timing. We are talking about that this week. So dreams is something that I have always had really bizarre dreams my entire life. I always (laughs) say that I can be a Hollywood blockbuster uh, film producer, if you were to actually capture my dreams, they are very like Star Wars and um, really, really interesting. I've had uh, lots of different dreams. I've had different celebrities in my dreams. I've been like coached and healed in my dreams. I've had people tell me that I've showed up in their dreams and I'm helping them. So there's some really interesting things going on when we go to sleep. Uh, so, Mom, let, well, let's dive in, and <laughs> why don't we start with, like, what are dreams? How do they even happen? Yeah, that's a good place uh, to start. You know, I think one of the biggest misconceptions, some people say they don't ever dream. They don't have dreams. Everybody dreams all the time. We sometimes daydream. We use that word, but it is also still a dream. We're in an altered and that's what's going on. So whether you remember your dreams or not, you are dreaming. <laughs> they are universe. And, and sometimes we actually travel in our dreams um, on the astral plane or other planes. Uh, whether, again, we remember it or not, that is something that happens. We often meet people in our dreams, whether they are still alive or passed over. And um, the physical body is asleep. And when that happens, the... Uh, subconscious mind is actually what takes over. And the subconscious mind, the purpose of it is actually to help us live a more conscious, aware life in our daytime lives when we're fully awake. Um, It's a subconscious purpose to actually help us in, in in our daily lives. That's why we dream. Well, it's so interesting because we could do a podcast on just like sleep and rest rest is actually there's like books out about it now that it's becoming like this new movement of like people knowing they need deeper rest we're going to talk about rem cycles here in a second but like 
without a doubt, like sometimes our dreams are, we know we're, we've hit a lot of like deeper states, right, of rest. Um, sometimes they can wake us up, right? And then we're like, oh, I had a dream or a nightmare. And then it's hard to go back to sleep. Um, and like sometimes I feel like some of my deep night sleeps are just like when I don't remember any dreams, but I know I know I had them, right? So mm-hmm. tell me a little bit just about like what happens, you know, in the REM cycles. Like mm-hmm. how does also let's define the astral plane for people who may not know. Yeah, well, the astral plane is simply there are seven uh, planes or energy levels that are connected with the human physical body, and the three lowest of the ones that we are most cognizant of the physical level the mental level and the emotional level we often use the word astral level to describe the emotional plane or that or that level of um but that again is not where the dreams are coming from we may travel to the astral level but our dreams are actually coming in the physical body from the subconscious mind that exists within the physical body now you mentioned REM sleep and i just or or other there are four levels that you know, we have there's the waking level is called the beta level. That's where we're fully awake of what's going on. Then there's the alpha level. And that can often happen when you're in like a light meditation or, you know, when you're driving and you sort of lose track of time and distance, like, oh, my God, where did that five minutes go? You've been in the alpha level. We go in and out of beta and alpha all day long. And that's a bit of where that word daydreaming comes in. To play. Then there's the theta level and the final deepest level is the delta level. But dreaming only takes place in what's called REM sleep, which is when we first go in. Um, we, we sleep in basically 90-minute cycles. And so the first four to six minutes after we've got in, there's something where the body stops moving, but the eyes, and this is where they discovered the rapid eye movement or REM sleep, and that's within the first, when we go to the deepest sleep and then we come back up into that, um, the light alpha level. It's in those few minutes where the dreams take place. And it usually only happens for a few minutes, but you can have up to three or four, sometimes five dreams a night, depending on how long you sleep. But um, some dreams, like especially later, right before you wake up, um, they can often last up to 45 minutes. But generally, they're short. Yeah, I feel like some of my dreams are like hours and hours long, or they go through like <laughs> layers of like complication. It's interesting because I'm thinking like how everyone is so different, and how like there's really no right or wrong in any of this. Like I think even with our own family, like you have occasionally have dreams, right? And I find, mm-hmm. like, yours are if you go to sleep earlier and and then you'll, like, wake up and you'll remember them and you'll be like, what do you think this means? And then I've had so many crazy dreams, like, my whole life. And then, like, you've got, you know, dad has some sleep apnea, so I would imagine his dream, his dream state's affected. And then, mm-hmm. you know, um, you, your son has had, my brother's had, like, you know, walking. He's up and walking around in, in his sleep state, right? And, like, actually doing that, which blows my mind and I haven't necessarily had lucid dreams I've kind of wanted to have them but or you like know that you're dreaming but you're but I find like for me personally like the dream state is such a rich opportunity to do personal growth work and healing if we're 
conscious about it, right? And our last podcast was on the conscious mind, and we talked a lot about the subconscious and how it's interchangeable for the word unconscious um, Mm -hmm. and consciousness in the last podcast. So people can check that out. It was a good precursor to this. But what what do you say for people who who want to remember their dreams? Like what what can they do? Yeah, there are definite um, strategies that you can use to help remember the dream. Um, that lucid dreaming is really interesting because uh, that, for those who don't know the meaning of it, when you are in the middle of a dream and then you become aware that you are dreaming. And there's a study that I was reading about, um, it was in a book, that a person was being chased by a bear. And when you are in... and became became a lucid dream what you do then is you can turn around face whatever it is that in that case it was a bear chasing this person turn around and said why are you chasing me and the bear said i'm lonely i just want to be with somebody and that changes the whole fear because very often those type of dreams negative dreams nightmares whatever you want to call them are often based on our fears in some capacity or another so when you face in your dream, then you can deal with it then on a conscious level. And very often it'll disappear from your dream state. You won't have, especially if it's a recurring dream and it goes on and on. If you can face it in some way. Or another technique, by the way, is to rewrite the ending. When you then are aware and instead of, you know, the snake attacking you, see the snake, you know, finding a mouse and going after the mouse instead of you or whatever it would be rewrite the ending. We can do that in our conscious life as well. I think we talked about the ones before, Kate. Um, if you have an experience in perhaps in an earlier life, a childhood, a time when you don't like what the outcome was, actually go back into your memory bank and be that child and change the outcome. And you will find that your life changes the result. See, our conscious mind takes control of our everyday life. But we forget what happened in the subconscious mind, usually when we're a child. So if we can go back into that, take control of it with the conscious mind, we will change our lives. That's what that whole idea of, you know, um, you have a thought and then you take an action and you change your life. Thoughts create our reality. We create our reality by utilizing our thoughts. Because what you're talking about really is mental mastery and emotional mastery, which is really in many ways the theme of the week. But it's interesting because there is you can rewrite endings or change things in past life regressions. I've done that. You can do it in dream states, which I usually dream two hours before I wake up, one to two hours. That's why, like, if people wake me up in the morning, I'm, like, really not in my body and really cranky, and I I don't even have a voice. Like, I can't. It's pretty rough in the morning for me. So, um, because I'm really in this dream state. and But I've changed many dreams, especially, like, if an alarm wakes you up and you're still in the dream, you can go back into that space and, like, re you know, reset that dream. And it does give us a form of, like, I don't love the word control because it's our master addiction, but I do love the word empowerment, right? It gives us that sense that we have choices. We can make conscious choices to change things. And then it comes to, like, the waking mind and you can create, you can re-script, right? You can change your thoughts Mm -hmm. all day Mm -hmm. long, anytime, as part of mental mastery, too. So, yeah, it's it's really neat. So with dreams, like, what what would you say for people? So 
who have like recurring or and or nightmares like what is what how is how can that be used in in a personal growth journey okay yeah and that's the best way to uh, to place it is into personal growth um if you have an occasional nightmare it it doesn't mean anything you can you know not pay much attention to it but if it the same nightmare persists or similar you want to look for the emerging patterns because their dreams are usually making us aware of things that are going on in our waking environment that we need to address in some capacity. So I think um, if we look at it as a nightmare or a negative dream as giving us a heads up to show us the emotional or spiritual or even physical aspects of our, our life that's out of balance, um, then we can begin to take control, as you say, empowerment, um, instead of ignoring them or repressing them or denying them in some way. Um, we want to try and look at what is the message that is being given to us in the dream state. And when we do that, we kind of go through an initiation of our own fear. But it is personal growth um, that you really want to do that. And and to be on a spiritual path, you really do have to confront your fears, whether it's in the dream state or in your waking state. I feel like dream analysis used to be so much bigger than even necessarily it is now. I feel like it's I don't see it as much, but it is something that I think we each can take personal responsibility to do, like to actually I've tried to do the dream journal. <laughs> I've done it a mm-hmm. few times, it, it, you know, but I think ultimately it's if we remember a dream, it's to sit with it, you know, whether we meditate first thing in the morning or at some point during the day and to actually sit with it and be like, okay, what was that showing me, right? Is there an action step I need to take? Is it an energy I need to clear, right? Um, because I feel like there is a lot of symbols in dreams, right? And you can, now we have Google. <laughs> you can look all this stuff up. Um, but I think there's also an element of, like, of of working with dreams as tools to have greater self-awareness, to understand how our mind is working, right? And the different, like, what's going on in the subconscious. Because during the day, we're very focused in this, like, 3D world reality, unless we're doing you know, in a spiritual practice, and then we can be in 5D. But ultimately, in our dream state, like, we don't, we are, like, we basically die every night we go to sleep, is what one of my mentors says, you know. So we're we're really in a surrender, really in a let go. And um, there's a lot of information that can come to us when we sit with, okay, what is going on in our dreams? And if we want to be more conscious about them it is like writing down the symbology looking it up or even just sitting with our own intuition okay what did that mean to me or how did that make me feel you also say that like our emotions really influence our dreams right Mm -hmm. oh absolutely see the emotions are really connected with the physical body and again we often are not aware of it so the subconscious is aware it's aware of everything uh, everything that happens passes through the subconscious, and it may just bypass the conscious mind. So, yeah, the subconscious will pick up on any emotions that come through um, and help you to deal with them in some way. Yeah, dreams dreams are really important. You asked a question before, and I kind of didn't answer this. What can you do to help remember you? There's two things. One thing you can do is when you've had a dream, how to go back and interpret it or get some information. And the other one is how to actually... Um, 
remember your dreams, what you can do to do that. So on the one hand, you can keep the dream journal, as you said, or if you can't, get a hold of a, um, a microphone, either on your phone or in some portable one, and try and write down whatever comes up within 30 seconds if you can possibly do that. And you don't have to write the whole thing. You can just write key phrases and then go back and over it and do that. Speak it into the microphone, mm-hmm. too, if you're doing a journal. You speak you. it and then listen to it. Yeah, and you can even send it to someone. Right, right. right exactly. And then you've got the um, – you can do free association, whatever comes up, and you associate the meaning for it. And this is a case where you can go back and do it a couple times. So if you dream of something like a piano, what does that mean to you? music or when you think about it again it might mean notes and then what do notes mean so you when you free associate with the keywords um you kind of go back and you get information then with a lot of accuracy um carl jung had a different take on dreams than freud and so if you can also do a jungian dream analysis and he believed or he said is that everything in a dream represents you in some way so right you know, you dream about a house, that could be your physical body, or you dream about people. And so if you go in and look at everything in your dream as a reflection of you, with that perspective in mind, you can take a look at your dream and see what it might mean for you. Um, one thing that you can do, and I think we did this in USM, you can seed your dreams. Um, and that's where before you go to sleep at night, you actually say, So say you had a dream the night before and you don't remember it. You can say, last night I had a dream. Uh, I don't understand it. Tonight I will have a dream that will explain my last dream. I will remember it. I will understand it. And this is so. And you will have a dream then that explains your dream. You can also program yourself to have a dream. Perhaps you're trying to get a solution to a problem that you have. So you can actually program yourself. Tonight I will dream about a solution to whatever your problem is. So these are two things that you can actually do to after you have a dream to find out when you're seeding it or before you are going to sleep to seed the dream state. Yeah. I find so USM, for those listening for the first time, is where my mom and I both in different years got our master's in spiritual psychology. And one thing they do share is called a bedtime intention. And you can do it in a short kind of ritual way where, I mean, I used to literally like kneel next to my bed. But like now it's like just setting a quick intention. Please help me to have a dream about X or Y if you're, you know, seeking answers to things. Or please help help me resolve this in my dream state, right? Or and please help me to remember it upon waking or please help me to remember it within, you know, awareness within like a day after the dreams, right? So there's ways that you can, as you said, seed it, um and really be more intentional about working with your dreams. I find there's two things that we can do in our dream state that are really, really powerful. One is Often, if you have animals on the other side, that is how they usually come through or want to come through. It is easiest for them because they're not in the logical linear mind on the other side, like we are here, and they can visit usually. So, I mean, I've had clear as day dream about my dog, you know, when I was younger after he passed, just knowing I was back with him. And I was clear as day felt like I was on the other side in that dream, you know, just being with him. There's so much love. It was so just very visceral. So, you know, we can have visits. I've 
you know, my friends all within 24 hours had, like, different dreams about my horse on the other side after she passed, and they both, like, shared it with me, didn't know each other. So without a doubt, you know, like, the animals can come through in the dream state. Um, Our animals that are alive can come through, sometimes easier in the dream state. You know, there's also healings that can happen while we're sleeping. I mean, for me, rest is so important because that is the body's retreat every day. It's the body's repair system. It's the mind's repair system. So, for instance, like I have clients that overthink a lot and they work really long hours and then they go to sleep and they're like, all they're doing is replaying scripts of like different stuff they said throughout the day. And, and like that's what they're just thinking about and dreaming about. So their their mind is is been going, you know, 100 miles an hour and the sleep state does not turn it off completely, right? So we have to actively, and we're going to talk about how to set your sleep up well in a minute here, but like we have to actually, like I often will ask my clients, like how's your sleep? Because I know it's going to help them be better versions of themselves throughout the day in all of their roles, parents, work, whatever it might be, if they're more rested. And also that like their emotions are going to be more balanced, right? I know for myself, if I don't sleep well, I'm like my emotions are not very balanced. So I don't know. I share that because if people want to connect with their animals more, the dream state is one huge way. And also healings. Like I last night even did not feel well in the middle of the night. And I put my hand on my stomach and I just asked. I prayed to the Archangel Raphael because I work with the Archangels a lot. And I said, would you please work on my stomach while I sleep? Right? If I was in the middle of my day and I was eating or I was driving or I was doing different things, it might not be as easy, right? I'm not this open sort of like vessel, so to speak. So that is something that I find the angelic realms, the invisible support, whoever you pray to can actually, you can access that energy. That's all it really is, is an energy form, you know, while you're sleeping because you're not getting in the way. Right. So much of what mm-hmm. happens is we get in our own way. So yeah, thanks for bringing for sure. it. Yeah. I don't know if you want to add anything to that or if you want to go into like, how do we set ourselves up for like better, better dreams, right? Um, not the overthinking space. Well, and it kind of combines both here, but when people feel so tired when they wake up in the morning, they really are rehashing their day. And so that's what the subconscious mind is doing. They weren't able to deal with everything that happened during the day, so they are now going through it again. Remember, one of the main purposes of the dream is to ventilate, (laughs) you know, get things out that have been stuck. We might not be able to deal with something right at the moment that something comes up, so it gets put down into the subconscious mind, and in the dream state, it brings it up. It says, you still need to deal with this, and so again, we feel like we're working. So a simple technique that you can do is write down on a piece of paper, tonight I will have a dream in which I will be told what work I am doing that is causing me to be so tired in the morning. (laughs) Just write it out. Remember, you're setting the intention to get the answers that you want. Your subconscious knows the answers. We have an internal guidance system. You well know this, Katie. And so if you... If you request that help, you will get the answer. You may not get it the next day. It may be a week later or in another form that it will come to you. But every question we ask is answered. may not be what we want to hear, but it, it is and uh, we are answered. So ask well, the question, and it why? 
it doesn't always happen right away too. People need to realize like they may not get an yeah. answer immediately. So it's like stay patient and, and keep, keep being like having that heartfelt intention about it and not, mm-hmm. you know, the demand, like I need to know the answer. <laughs> it's like, wait and see how like the different signs and symbols show up. I think the dream state flows really well into our waking state where then we can like see things or remember things. I'll often remember dreams talking to someone. I'm like, oh, I had a dream about that last night. Like, and I will mm-hmm. not remember it until, like, stuff gets triggered. What's so in- triggered meaning, like, I'm remembering it, not like I'm activated. Um, but, mm-hmm. yeah, I think there's so many different layers. And there's different types of dreams, too, besides lucid, right? There is precognitive dreams. You can predict the future in dreams. That freaks me out. I know a couple people who do, you know? And then mm-hmm. there's also... Um, but then there's also like symbology or like meaning in dreams too. I remember like I set a very clear intention about how I would have something funded and the answer came back and it involved horses and I wasn't working with horses yet at the time. So it was really clear that there was a map for me to be doing work with horses in the future and I didn't really understand it at the time. And that's the other thing. You can get guidance years before, you know, like something actually comes to fruition. And it's just like staying open to it. Um, I think it's also important to not really be like too afraid of our dreams, right? We want to utilize them. We can also be, this could go into a whole other podcast, which we won't get into in depth, but you can be negatively influenced during your sleep state. Like for me, I feel like, cats in particular are really good at praying protectors like being guardians of the night in many ways so that you know any energies that kind of want to come and glom onto you while you're sleeping because you are again an open vessel that they're protectors right they kind of send that away and i always set protection um prayers before i go to sleep at night just because I have had so many interesting experiences while I'm sleeping. Um, I, like, I've, you know, I could go on and on. I could write a book about all the fascinating things that happen to me while I sleep. But um, yeah. that's in the sleep state, definitely... not not necessarily dream state, though, right? Yeah. Well, it's bo- like it's both, right? Like, it's like whether I'm mm-hmm. dreaming or, I mean, I'm in astral travel and, you know, there's just a lot mm-hmm. of different things. And, and I think, you know, there's, there's, we are pretty open. So it's definitely a time, mm-hmm. I think, and this is something I need to be better at, is like doing a very clear nighttime ritual where we go to sleep in a peaceful space. We don't eat mm-hmm. right before we go to sleep, ideally, because then our body is working extra hard to digest. We're not drinking a lot of water because then we, our body wants to get up and we have disrupted sleep, you know. Um, I mean, there are other key things. I'm going to interrupt for just a second. The yeah. other key thing for a lot of people is do not go to sleep with the television on. <laughs> a lot of people have TVs right in their bedroom, and some people can't fall asleep, so they leave the TV on. Remember, you are your subconscious is like a sponge, just like when you're a child, and you are absorbing what is going on, even if you are not consciously aware of it. If you're not in the beta state with this conscious awareness, you are in the alpha state, so you are absorbing that which is going on. So the key is, you know, as you just said, set some type of a ritual, a simple bedtime intention where it's peaceful, quiet, and you are not in, impacting negatively what you are trying to do, and that's have a good night's sleep. So. 
Just be aware yeah. of that one. I'm glad you brought that up because I do find like our usually anything we're looking at within a couple of hours before sleep time is what we will process. Like I had a dream about someone last night just because I randomly saw their photo. (laughs) And I'm like, I would normally not dream about this person. Right. So it was very interesting, you know, and I saw the photo like a couple hours before sleep. So, you know, it's just an interesting thing that I think like ultimately what we want to do is, be intentional, like which we always talk about in the podcast, mm-hmm. is be intentional about how you go to sleep and what you are filling yourself with. And if you're thinking about stuff from the day, or it's just you haven't had a chance to process. So one mm-hmm. of the things I would say to people is like, if you have an emotional experience and you're at work and you don't feel like you can cry or you don't feel like you can really fully celebrate, whatever it is, carve out time later to do that, right? Otherwise, you are going to be doing it in your sleep state, and that's okay mm-hmm. too. Like, if we even think about dreams and how absolutely fascinating the mind is and what's so powerful about, you know, our body being able to, like, recoup and re... I mean, like, I literally had a huge healing of my stomach last night because I could feel the energy changing and moving as I went back to sleep. And then I woke up and I was fine. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, that's something happened, right? Like, there was a healing while I was sleeping. And I think, like, we can really use, a lot of people are just like, oh, I just got to go to bed, right? And they just, like, pass out or they can't fall asleep. And I can imagine that's incredibly frustrating. But instead of, like, listening to the TV to fall asleep, there's ways that we can actually play now with Headspace and Calm and some of the different apps. There's ways that we can play things, you know, even like on YouTube, there's frequencies that you can listen to that are based on different, like the sound bath bowl frequencies. Mm -hmm. You can play them before you go to sleep and then they will end, right? If they're a 30 minute loop, it might, you might fall asleep with it still on, but then it ends. It's not on, it doesn't just stay on, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because I just, yeah, I think, like, we don't need to freak ourselves out any more than we already are based on everything that goes on in the world. So please give yourself and your body a break at night. Like, it just needs it so much to be able to function during the day. And it really is probably, like, the number one thing we can do to set ourselves up for success, in my opinion, besides Mm -hmm. what we eat Mm -hmm. and how we're sleeping. And I'm so glad. Oh, definitely. Mm. authors coming out with like books about rest and how important rest is so where are some of your favorite resources like where who do you go to when you think about like books on this or because I know Edgar Casey really influenced you absolutely yeah yeah so where would you suggest people go well, um, there's, you know, Carl Jung, I always go back to Carl. He has a book, uh, Man and His Symbols, and that's a really good book to look up for symbology if you want things. Um, there's one that I always use. She's pretty old, though. It's called The Dream Game by Ann Faraday. She gives a good psychological approach to that. Um, uh, there's one that's out of print that I many, many years ago used called Dream Cycles by Dusty Bunker. She was good. But I think if you if you start with Edgar Cayce, uh, Dreams, Your Magic Mirror, um, it's actually it, um, Elsie Seacrest is the author, but it's based on the Cayce's beliefs about dreams and what they forecast. So those are good places to start if you want to get information. Of course, the Internet is filled with lots of stuff you can get as well. Um, but again, remember that your intuition is really the prime... <laughs> 
source you want to go to when you're when you're looking things because supposing you dream about a car what what is a car to you and what is a car to me might you know you might want a tesla i might want a volkswagen you know so look at what that symbol means to you in your life and i think that's the most important thing always go to your own intuition first although it's good to look up uh, what other sources have to say as well yeah, and ultimately, the, I think dreams are a powerful tool to grow intuition and also kind of force us into meditation to just sit with things as well, right, and see, mm-hmm. or to journal. Like, I asked my horse yesterday, I'm like, what do you want me to do today? And she's like, you need to journal. <laughs> like, okay. You know, like, it was just funny that she said that because I was like, I, I do, you're right. <laughs> so, you know, I think there's a lot that, it's almost like dreams are this beautiful class we take that we don't realize that we're taking that we can then mm. leave the homework of intuition and meditation and talking with others about dreams and also journaling and and exploring it and realizing that, you know, we're not just these bodies walking around, yeah. right? Or like there's so yeah. much more to us than just that. And please use dreams for healings if you need them, like, you know, or if you'd like them. That's a very clear intention. And you can also just ask your inner healer if you don't believe in anything outside of you. But like the other thing too, I just want to mention, like I, this is when I was still kind of more of an atheist in my early 20s. I was always waking up at about 3 a.m. every single day. And I went to, you know, like we were at a, I was working in entertainment. I went to a party in New Orleans and there was, a, you know, a psychic reader there. And I'm like, oh, this will be fun, right? And she's like, are you waking up at 3 a.m. every morning? And I just look at her. I'm like, how does she do that? And then she's <laughs> like, well, you're being called to be of service at that time. And she's like, she told me some really interesting stuff about how I have very connected to Jesus and Mary and whatnot. And again, remember, I'm an atheist, and I'm like, mm-hmm, sure. Now I'm like, yeah, I believe that. But back then, I was like, okay, well, she got this thing right, and I don't really enjoy waking up at this time every night. It's disruptive. So she said, you need to send prayers and light to the world at this time. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, okay. And then I realized, like, I could be of service when in any given moment, right? Like, and that has shaped my life like anytime I see an accident I send lights like I definitely feel like there's an opportunity that if we are waking up at a certain time every night it may be an opportunity to write it may be an opportunity to be creative it may mean I know people that like if they are woken up they think it's God moving through them and they need to write, right? Or the spirit moving through them and they need to write. Or for me, I was just sending light to the whole world, you know, and being of service because I wasn't in any level of ego when I wake up like that. And then I would just go right back to sleep. So, and then it stopped, right? Which is good. Mm-hmm. So isn't that amazing too? Like how yeah, that is we just don't yeah. know what's on, but there's anywhere from six to 12 hours for me, sometimes 13 or 14 hours of sleep <laughs> that we have, you know, we have work to do during that time. It's not just the, you know, let me pass out, right? There's really an opportunity right. for it to be a greater, greater tool. So, yeah, yeah. any comments, final comments, Mom? I love what we've talked about, and I hope it helps yeah, people. Yeah, it's good. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I think, I do think this is one of the areas that um, there is, more and more research. I mean, it, it's ancient. It goes back way beyond ancient Greece and Babylonia and, you know, Egypt and so on. But but there's a lot of new information that's coming up because people are really 
scientists are looking into the mind and where that what that means and so they're looking at the subconscious and and that's of course as i said is where the dreams are the wellspring of the dreams that's where they're coming from so yeah i'm glad this is i'm glad we got this topic and it's it's a good one for sure it's always been something that's fascinated me and i still feel like i know like 10 percent of what there is to know on the topic mm-hmm. and there's I do think it's going to be a newer field in the future as, A, as people first start with the physical, right, the benefits of sleep, the benefits of rest, and then what's the next common thing to do from there is to talk about dreams, right? So mm-hmm. I hope this does help people, and I hope people can set bedtime intentions or process their dreams by, you know, intuitively, um, even change their dreams if they need to. Uh, be less afraid of sleeping or their dreams and, you know, say protection prayers, whatever it may be. Hopefully there's tools here that really help people and some information. You did a ton of cool research, especially around the history and, like, the science of different things. So we will yeah. um, at some point how you guys can all access that, but there's pages of great information on dreams that my mom did. It will yeah. most likely be somehow connected to the Metaphysical Center of New Jersey and their website. So you can check right. that out. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much for being here, Mom, and, and doing yeah. all this research. <laughs> so um, fun. until really next time. Fun. Yeah, good. Thank you. Well, until next time, everyone, thank you so much. And let us know if you have any comments or questions or anything you'd like us to talk about. And um, thanks again, Mom. Have a great day. Thanks, Katie. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.